Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Oh, man. Uh, I've been looking forward to this episode. I just want to hang out, chill, and... It's been a rough week, man. I mean, making big moves in my life, but uh, holy crap. Hey, Stressful. you know what, man? Don't even worry about it. You know, I, I'll, I'll take the reins, man. You can be my co-host. The fuck did you just call me? Co-host. You, you can be my co-host. Say that word again. Say co-host? that word again. Say that word again. Is that a twisted T? Damn right it's a twisted T. Say it again. Co-host. Are you going to smack me with that? Maybe. Smack me. I dare you to smack me. Okay? I mean, what the hell are you thinking about? Hey, yo, it's showtime. Here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere. George drive everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare. You know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss. No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch. No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the source. Not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts. What? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. <laughs> you all missed Brandon and I just completely laughing our asses off at how bad that skit was. Because <laughs> we we recorded it thinking it would be like de- half decent, and like we didn't check it back, and then it was like, oh man, that was that was brutal. <laughs> Because I knew the laugh. Brandon wasn't laughing because it was funny. Brandon was definitely laughing because, like, oh my god, my green screen. <laughs> but damn it, that's why we're here. And this, this we is definitely yeah. this is definitely the episode of fuck ups. Uh, I mean, even right now, I think we're like dropping like a million frames a second on YouTube. I don't know. Like, like, here's the thing. All right, I want to have this episode. I want to have fun. Right. And they're, they're trying to hold me down. You know, they are trying to hold me down right now. Trying to drop frames. Why is this room so <laughs> echoey? You know, uh, props to people in the chat for hanging out. There's like a bunch of people showing up and they stuck around. I think it was supposed to be Kudos on what, to like you. an hour ago or so. <laughs> Kudos to you. Thank you guys. Yeah. I know I know you. Uh, it is not the com- uh, a completely pleasant experience, but I do thank you for joining us and at least giving us a shot. While this right. computer goes crazy, Brandon, maybe I need to buy. Like I, I thought this is an expensive computer with an expensive <laughs> graphics card. Maybe I need to upgrade to some bitch because, uh, yeah, I it's, mean, I bought this a year ago, but it's yeah, it's just it's glitch glitch city right now. We'll have to look at it. anybody uh, that knows about sort of streaming stuff. If, if anybody no, knows, it's like, I feel like I'm watching an old episode of ECW at like three in the morning right now. <laughs> it's like so bad. But that's okay, Brandon. And then yeah. right before we go on air, Brandon's microphone, he can't, oh, yeah. even, he can't even get on. His microphone starts yeah. going crazy. They didn't nuts. want us to have this, bro. And you know it what? Is... It has been that kind of week for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, um, and, I, and I mean this when I say it, um, 
you know, when you make a decision, I think I announced it on air that I was uh, leaving my job and stuff and, you know, man of my word. And, you know, I've started that process and things like that. And it's so funny how, like, when you kind of put in the air that you're going to do something like that, it's so funny how, like, everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong. What is that? The, the, was it I, the theory of relativity? <laughs> Murphy's law or something. Yeah, Murphy's law, you know, the everything that can go wrong will go wrong. But I truly believe that's a test to see if, like, you're truly serious about it. Like, you, you hear those stories about, like, the guy who he quit his job and he's like, I'm going to go full bore into my business. And then he totals his car that same week. And it's uh-huh. like, you know, it's like, okay, now he can't get to the job. And, uh, do his own business or whatever and like he has to overcome that or somebody gets hit by a car or they you know somebody's in the hospital all of a sudden just like these things and i truly believe it's a test to see if you are serious about what you're going to do so i'm kind of glad all this stuff is happening because it's like okay cool all right you want to see if i could i can outlast this damn damn right i can in fact if you all were on here um you saw that i had uh I don't want to say it had a meltdown, but I was just like, fuck this, we'll do it on Saturday. And I said, no, no, you know, in fact, we will continue to do this. We will continue to do this. And I'm glad to be spending Friday night with you all, not with Brandon, not really happy to be here with Brandon, who (laughs) claims he was on here early, by the way, but I kept trying to call him and uh, yeah, just was not happening. Brandon, the man who fell asleep during the Bullet Club reunion. That's right. Hey, but I was still there. It was history in the making. I, I, I do want to say, uh, before we get into things, that uh, congrats on uh, becoming a full-time manscaper. We appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, I'm actually going to... I want to make an appointment. Uh, if you got any... You got any, You know, can you book me? Can, I, can, can you squeeze me in there? A manscaped? Yeah. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you asking me to groom you? Yeah, I thought you were doing a grooming service. Like you were doing a, like that was what you were, you were like, you're just going to get into grooming. I'm leaving to become a mortgage loan originator. I'm not going to groom other men. Oh. Oh. (sighs) Okay. And here's our Manscaped song, guys, while we kill this awkwardness. Getting ready for a date. Now I'm in the zone. But I had to clean up quick before I hit the road. Normal clippers mess me up. Nicks and cuts were just too much. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. They're itching on me too. Every sleepless night. Got too much hair down there. I need to mow it down. Gotta stay clean to bear, but there's a better way. And now I can shave these things. This much I know is true. Use Manscaped to shave your pubes, and you'll be silky smooth. Yeah, so Brandon, as the chat's saying, uh, yeah. you apparently want me to squeeze him in there and shave yeah. your balls. So, I mean, I that's... I thought you were going to... Yeah, I thought this was the oil. You were going to oil me up and do the whole, like, Swedish or uh, Turkish massage thing. No. 
the Turkish group. <laughs> Not at all. Like, By oh. the way, everybody's getting on me because apparently you're taking up most of the, the screen here and <laughs> I am not. So let me just move myself on over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here, we'll, we'll move you out there, Brandon. There you go. Yeah. Move you over. There we go. There we go. That's right. You better? Is everyone okay, happy? Bye. Why are you why are you like shorter than me? This you're not you're not actually shorter than me in real life, man. Here we go. Fix your screen, brother brother. <laughs> Brandon comes over to my house, right? We play we play PlayStation 5. We play FIFA. Oh and, my uh, god. Brandon played on the floor, like right in front of the TV. It was like just the weirdest thing. <laughs> Brandon, tell them how I destroyed you. Oh my god, dude, this guy in freaking Volta, if anybody plays, uh, uh, I, I don't know what it is about that mode of the game, but he's freaking god of Volta, and he was just is it, like... Is it like really indicative of our brain patterns? Because Volta is like yeah. the street, is like, is like FIFA street, basically. So when Brandon plays a full game, he like whoops my ass. But then when uh when we play Vault, it's more like instinctual, like you can't think about the moves you're doing, it's just like yeah. bam, 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 bam. And like, I feel like I do better than when I overthink. Just, just destroyed me, man. Let me over and took me to the bar. Brandon, you want so you've now on this podcast in the span of like a couple minutes, you've said that I have. You want me to shave you? I've destroyed <laughs> you. What's going on right now? Look, I think you I'm need just, to get some. I'm just being real, man. I'm being real. Oh, and also <laughs> shout out to uh, Matt, Joey, and Kyle. Yes, uh, guys, go check out that that episode. Um, Cool episode because it's still current. You know, it's it's us Mm -hmm. reviewing 2020. So you can definitely still go watch that back. We're not just talking about current events. We just recap the entire year. Uh, We we shot for an hour and ended up going uh, what almost three hours, which is pretty crazy. So definitely definitely watch that for another eight hours. (laughs) Yeah, and then we we ended up like staying on the call with each other um, afterwards and just talking, shooting the shit, and uh, for another hour or two. Uh, which is crazy, man. Crazy. Good good guys. So shout out to Matt Ritter um, of Smacking It Raw podcast. Shout out to Joey Carney, who happy birthday, Joey. It is his birthday today. Uh, Joey Carney of the Angle podcast and Kyle Bird of Apron Bump. It was uh, such a good episode. We got to definitely have those guys back in rotation because I don't want that many men together in, in one podcast ever again. Um, <laughs> I'm just They're kidding. You, you should move me, cut me off the screen. <laughs> Make Brandon be literally yeah. halfway where you can only see half of him. It's true. Yeah, I should do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, did you hear this? Uh, this was from a couple weeks ago. But did you hear about AJ Styles apparently defending the third-party band? I, I mean, Vince is right. You, you should be monetizing uh, right. with the likeness that, that, that he created. I mean, come on. Well, well does this seem like, like AJ is like the, the, the company guy now? You oh, know? he's such a company guy. But yeah, like at the same time, role, at, at the same time, I'm so proud of him because I'm like, I never thought I'd see the day where AJ Styles was the company guy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Of WWE. It's like, you know, he was right, like Mr. Yeah. TNA get up for a while. And like now here he is. He's the company guy. You know, it's like Brandon showing up on time. I never <laughs> thought I'd see the day. I was on. But speaking but yeah. of speaking of AJ Styles, let's get into this topic real quick. Um, so AJ Styles obviously debuted in 2016 uh, to a lot of fanfare. A lot of people did not see that happening. He was 38 years old. Everyone went online. I'm seeing a lot of the same hate towards Jay White, Switchblade Jay White, uh, because he's basically said. And again, I think it was a work. I'm gonna go on record as saying that. But I mean, there's reports coming out that he's legitimately leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and going to apply his trade elsewhere. Uh, 
So let's, for the sake of this argument, let's say that those rumors are true and he's exploring his options. Um, apparently, there's a lot of interest from WWE, according to dirt sheets, about him going to WWE. And I see people going like, stop trying to make Jay White going to WWE thing. It's not, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. And it's like, yeah, I heard that same shit when people were talking about AJ Styles going to WWE in 2016. They said it would never happen. And AJ Styles has been a mainstay for almost five years, which is crazy to think he's been around. Ah, I mean, he, I don't think he'd go to WWE. I think he, I, I thought he was going to retire. Uh, but he comes to WWE and uh, he punches this man in his face. And uh, <laughs> now, do you, do you think Jay White is like sort of a main roster guy? Like you just throw him on the main roster? Or do you think he works better I, okay. in NXT? My instinct tells me right as much as i think yes he is a main roster guy do i think he would get the preferential aj styles treatment of going to the main roster no i think they would take him to an nxt um especially you got like kushida there you got the finn balors you got guys who could probably show the best side of jay white there and kind of let him build and then you know maybe a year from now maybe less even get him to the main roster especially like i don't know like to me it's like the main roster ain't shit right now because and i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean that in like a there's no crowds like is it even really a thing for them to go to the main roster right now you know what I mean? Like, does it matter? Like, right. is would it be better to put him on a Wednesday night against AEW right now? So Ooh. that you can feature him, like, against, you know, the Young Bucks and stuff like that? And I think, so to me, it makes more sense for him to be Wednesday night guy. Um, as opposed to, um, you know, a Raw or a SmackDown guy right now. Because once crowds are back and once, you know, once Brandon, once the Biden administration fixes everything <laughs> wow, in this country. Wow, do uh, not do this to me. Uh, you know, you know I, I and we have, I'm going to kill uh, you if you even mention the Capitol Hill stuff, but we'll, we'll uh, um, No, no, I wasn't going to mention that. I was going to say, I ha- yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, go no, ahead, you little say, bitch, I had, go ahead. I freaking, because of this nonsense, I've had, I had to buy uh, a Biden Harris t-shirt. Now I have to wear it when it gets here. Wait, what? You you bought a t-shirt? Oh, man. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait. That just reminded me of something. Yeah. Where's my Long John Silvers? Yeah, I know. I got it. All right. I'm going to make it happen. The the bet, again, just so you know, Brandon (sighs) bet on Trump. Uh, I bet on uh, Joe Biden. And whoever won had to get the other, or whoever lost had to get the other person. (sighs) um, Long John Silvers. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look, I'm just saying. But going Um, going back to Jay White, like... A lot of people, I saw a lot of people were like, his whole gimmick is cursing. How the hell is he going to go to WWE? And it's like, if you really like think that Jay White is only about cursing, it's like, I don't think you understand Jay White. Like, I get that it's cool. Like, New Japan has, doesn't have those boundaries, especially since English isn't the primary language, so they can do these things. But to reduce him to just that is to, to show that you don't understand that he hasn't realized his true potential, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Jay White, to me... To me, and again, I don't want anybody to sit here who's watching this right now to go, well, you're a WWE fanboy. You know, you want everybody to go WWE. That's not true. That's that's absolutely not true. There are certain guys that I think would be better in AEW. And when I sit there and I look at Jay White, I go, you know what? To me, he could be more of like a Seth Rollins. Like he could be in that role. Like I think he would fit in under the WWE umbrella better 
than he would in AEW because AEW doesn't need him. So to me, you know, he would get like lost in the shuffle in AEW. Whereas like if he went to WWE, he would actually get a platform. And people, I know there's people out here who are AEW biased that are going to sit there and go, well, if he wants more airtime, he don't give it to Vinny. Vinny's not going to get, not going to let him do it in WWE. Look, if you don't, if you're not paying attention to WWE, I think we're on that cusp of next generation superstars coming up. Jay White's young enough that I think he could lead that next charge. Um, you know, I mean, we saw it tonight on SmackDown. We saw Nakamura was starting to get this babyface rub, which was crazy. Like, they put him in that Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston gauntlet spot uh, from 2019, which is crazy to think that that was two years ago, by the way. Like, that's mm-hmm. absolute insanity. Um, but, yeah, we saw Shinsuke kind of go in a different direction, you know? Um so again, I, I just think, you know, a lot of times, and I get it, I get the reputation is not so good sometimes with pushing guys, but um, I think WWE is the environment for him. But Brandon, I, I know you do probably don't, you're not too familiar with Jay White. No, no, uh, so yeah, I mean, so, I'd rather they put him on the main shows, like it's, you know, watch but, uh, it. But let me know in the comments, there. let me know in the chat right now, where do you think Jay White should end up? I want to know right now, where do you think Jay White should end up? Should he end up? In AEW, it's assuming he's coming to the states, and assuming this isn't a work, should he go to AEW or should he go to WWE? And if he's going to WWE, the second part of that question is, what show do you think he should end up on? All right, or ROH? Yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of people say, well, he should go to Impact, and it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think Impact needs him right now, though. I don't, I don't know. But that's that's where the bias comes in because I don't want anybody to really go to Impact. I know it sounds bad, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of WWE AEW biased. That one, I will say, you know. But, but what about sort of the the cross promotions that they're doing with you know AEW? Maybe pop up on on both shows, you know? But, but it would, I guess, I guess to me, it's like is he's not established enough to go to an Impact and then invade AEW if that makes mm. sense? Because he would have had to be in Impact already to be a part of that angle. Does that make sense? You know. Well, Brandon, I want you to go pull up, because uh, we're going to talk about it. I want you to go pull up them Cardi B tweets, because we definitely <laughs> have to talk about that. But um, let's All also right. talk about um, the fact that uh, there are rumors uh, that Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley are getting the call-up to go to the main roster. Um, yes, I'm going to call it the call up. I know people get offended at that, but it is a call up as far as I'm concerned. Um, and do me a favor, guys, before we continue on, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that thumbs up, ring the, ring the bell. Damn it, ring, ring the bell. Oh, is that enough? Okay, and help us out. All right, we'll have a better show next week. All right, all right, all right. I'll get a new computer because this is this is bullshit. I'm, I'm done with this. I, I get a new co-host, a new computer. And then we can we can move on with our lives, okay? Um, anyway, going back to so Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley rumored to be getting the call-ups. Now, last week on SmackDown, there was rumored that Damian Priest was supposed to team with Kevin Owens um, in that la- final segment, but for one reason or another, they decided not to. And I I am a fan of that. If that is true, I'm a fan of that because then it would have been too much of a giveaway that Killer Cross, that uh, De- uh, Carrion Cross, sorry. Would be beating him um, on NXT's New Year e- New Year's Evil, which, by the way, was a great show. I'm actually a big fan of WWE doing theme shows with a host because they usually push the host. You know, like Shotzi Blackheart did the Halloween special, the Halloween Havoc, 
and it was like the whole show was themed around her and then so new year's evil was themed around dexter loomis and it was like it's cool that they're kind of like giving the rub to these people who you may not otherwise know about but like you literally have to pay attention to them because they have a whole hosting segment so i think that's cool i think that's a really unique way to kind of put eyes on people personally yeah and i want to say uh no no, you know i hate nxt a lot but i gotta say uh you know because it's cool since nxt is no is under the wwe sort of umbrella they got like really good production you know value and stuff like that uh the interests just look awesome like everybody looks cool you know when they come out you know rhea ripley looked super cool uh zia lee came out looked awesome zia lee uh uh karen cross but yeah everybody entrance looks cool and the 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 wrestlers seem cool uh you know not to i don't want to put other promotions down but you know you watch you know people come out maybe on an impact or even AEW, and it doesn't it doesn't have the same feel the same yeah the underground feel of nxt right now is actually really good too um, so I definitely know what you mean. And, and, you know, uh, if you were to ask me, I would say put Damian Priest on SmackDown, have him feud, you know, you got Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, you got, you got certain feuds, you know, you got Baron Corbin there, which that can be a haha feud because they, for a while they looked alike. Um, but I think that would be a good feud. Um, I think Rhea Ripley, I think it's obvious you take her to Raw and feud her with Charlotte, right? You know, mm-hmm. you got, you can, you can run that storyline back. Um, and in my opinion, uh, but then again, she can go to SmackDown and run that whole division too. So right. I think I think Rhea I think Rhea has a lot of potential to just do anything, anything she wants, and be successful. She had potential to win the Rumble, maybe. She does. Time? She she definitely has the potential to be that person that wins the Rumble and then goes on to WrestleMania because she's the only only what NXT star that's been on a WrestleMania technically. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, for all intents and purposes, she was supposed to be in front of eighty thousand screaming people. At a WrestleMania, even though it was a you know crappy performance center show that they had to do, um, but yeah, you know for all intents and purposes, in other words, it showed that they had faith in her. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, NXT person won uh, the the Rumble, and uh, Rhea Ripley definitely would be a good choice there. Uh, I personally think, um, you know, I I still say you know speaking of the Rumble, I think Bianca Belair is either gonna win. Or uh, who is the other name now that Sonya Deville's back? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll give it to Sonya Deville. I can, I can definitely see her winning. On the, on the men's side of things, I know a lot of people are, are throwing out these names, Daniel Bryan, things like that. Um, a lot of people throwing out some Raw names. First of all, I don't think anybody from Raw is winning because that would be the third year in a row that a Raw superstar won. That's just common sense. Again, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to say it. I said it last year. Last year, there was a guy that they seemed to kind of loosen the chains on. He started doing his own promos. He, you know, he started having a certain swagger to him. Like, you paid attention. You went, they are doing something with him. What's coming up? Oh, the Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised if one Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. Sure enough, Drew McIntyre won the Rumble and went on to be the MVP of 2020, as far as I'm concerned. The guy that I see them doing that with is Big E. They've given him the Wale entrance. They given it, they, they've split him off from the New Day. They're letting him do his kind of his own thing. I don't think anybody else has the potential 
that Big E has right now in terms of how they are booking him. They're booking him as a big question mark and giving him chances. That's what I mean. Who is that person on the roster that looks like, you know what, they are, they're finding something for him. You don't know what, but they're looking like they're doing something. The only guy that fits that description is Big E, as far as I'm concerned. You may uh, have an argument to say Nakamura was given that role tonight, but yes, it, people are asking, is this live? No, we pre-record this and we, we comment. <laughs> uh, we, we hope we, we comment and hope to God someone says it in the chat. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think anybody else but Big E fits that role. As oh, far as I'm what concerned. about what about Otis? Otis, okay, so that's a really good example. Is Otis, but I feel like they've been trying that for a year. The only other person that fits, though, and I, this is the argument I accept when people say if it's not Big E, they say possibly Keith Lee. I okay. give them that so, one because uh, okay. they are trying things with Keith Lee too. You know, um, but that being said, um, let's talk about the fact that Keith Lee one had an amazing showing on on raw (laughs) (laughs) then out comes goldberg yes out comes goldberg to challenge drew mcintyre and the wrestling world lost their minds because they were not happy why why are people happy why are they always complaining it was a legends night you had the legends come out I, I, the only thing I've complained about work? is that is that I guess they ran out of time supposedly, so they cut one the Hogan promo, which is fine, cut the mm-hmm. Hogan promo. But two, I guess Drew was supposed to cut a promo where he kind of shit on the legends, basically said it was his time, um, and um, and then Goldberg came out and he still said what he was going to say supposedly again. He still came out and he's like, "You're disrespecting all these legends," and, and it's like, wait, he didn't really say anything though, right. so it kind of made Goldberg seem stupid, but. Um, then it makes you people are scared because they're like, are they making Drew McIntyre a heel? Is that what's going on? Like, and it's like, no, don't do that. But I don't think WWE is stupid enough to do that. I think they know people are going to boo Goldberg. Um, but well, here's they can, the, make them, they can make them boo Goldberg. Yeah, and, right. And here's the scenario. Here's the scenario I presented to people. I said, and hit me up in the comments with what you believe here. In what scenario would you be okay with? Drew McIntyre winning the WWE title. Oh, sorry, Drew McIntyre. Here. <laughs> in what scenario? In, in what scenario would you be okay with Drew McIntyre losing the WWE title to Bill Goldberg? It's Bill Goldberg. That should be reason enough, right? You see, Fernando. It's a, he's like Fernando says. You still you predicted Ronda and she didn't show. I predicted that you would have a smart comment. I've been wrong about that too. So I guess I guess you were absolutely right because you still haven't shown me any sort of talent, Fernando. But anyway, going back to it, so, Fernando, Fernando don't piss me off. Go back too, to watching bro. SmackDown. I still want Ronda. Watch the commercials where they talk about taking get more getting more testosterone, putting that in your body, and talk to me when you're a man. So now. Wow. That. Such a heel, such a heel. <laughs> so here's my thing again. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Goldberg. So yeah. I asked people. I said, okay, Goldberg versus uh, Drew McIntyre is happening. So what scenario are you okay with Goldberg winning the title? And people said, I'm not. I said, okay, okay. Again, I like to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. I said, okay. First of all, I'm okay with Goldberg. Just for the record, I'm okay with this match. Um, but I said. Okay, let's imagine a scenario where 
Roman Reigns is pissed off at Drew McIntyre for Survivor Series. Let's say they have an interaction in the beginning of the Rumble where he's like, hey, champ, hey, champ. And then he goes, you know, you've been a little bitch over there in SmackDown. You're you're facing Adam Pearce tonight? Oh, okay. You know, that sort of thing. And he's like, well, I'll see see you back here when you lose the title, that sort of thing. So Roman's getting pissed. You know, obviously McIntyre throwing his bravado. Um, Now we get a situation where Roman Reigns comes out or Jey Uso or whoever and costs McIntyre the title. So Goldberg wins the title on a fluke because McIntyre was on the cusp of beating Goldberg. And then sure enough, he gets screwed out of the title. Okay. So now people are going to be pissed. That'll be the scenario. But then later on in the night, Keith Lee wins the Royal Rumble. And he doesn't, let's say, let's even take that out of the equation. He doesn't necessarily have to win the the Royal Rumble to get to this point. But the point is, I see, I can see Keith Lee versus Goldberg at WrestleMania. Now, Keith Lee goes in there. Goldberg tries the shit that he normally tries, and it doesn't work on Keith Lee. And Keith Lee did get one spirit bomb, drops his ass, and wins the WWE title. Are you now okay with Drew McIntyre dropping the title to Goldberg if the scenario is that Keith Lee wins it at WrestleMania? And people no. said, no, fuck that. But why? And I go, see, that's where the bias comes in. Because if I tell you that the, again, in my opinion, if I tell you that the whole point of this storyline is so that we keep Drew McIntyre fresh because Drew McIntyre will go on to challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal title. You know, he asked for a trade to SmackDown or something, you know, something like that. And Keith Lee wins the WWE title. How are you telling me Okay, you have so much of a problem with Goldberg that you will not sacrifice Goldberg having the title for Keith Lee having the title at WrestleMania. To me, if it builds to that moment, all of it's okay. All of it's okay. Because here's the thing. How do you build a star like Keith Lee? Do you have him bury Drew McIntyre? Don't think that looks good. The Legends role is a good thing because... Goldberg can get buried and still be Goldberg. But if Drew McIntyre gets buried, he loses a lot of momentum. So again, I'm just making, you know, grape wine out of out of grape shit. I don't know. I don't know. I've never I don't know why I said grape wine. But you know, I got people in the chat right now saying if it was 2003, well Goldberg wasn't even given that role in 2003 because Goldberg wasn't treated that way in 2003, so no, definitely not. But my point is, here we are. This is the scenario. I'm not asking you to tell me, oh, well, I don't even want to see Goldberg. The scenario is Goldberg is wrestling at the Royal Rumble. We can't get past that. So give me a positive after the fact. Because what does it, to me, what does it do if Drew McIntyre just squashes Goldberg? I guess it builds him. I get it, it builds Drew McIntyre. But then what do we do after that? Is that when we build Keith Lee? Uh, how about this uh, comment here uh, from Elijah? Okay. Says, uh, Brandon, I, I I thought of this, Kenny. Uh, if it makes sense, what if Fiend cost Goldberg to have Drew win to get revenge? Uh, that what I see it. See, what Brandon. Brandon think? has mastered the art of correcting verbiage while he reads it, like I do sometimes. Because he made a typo, Brandon. You don't got to read it verbatim. Uh, the scenario, you know, if if the Fiend comes out. And sacrifices Goldberg to get his revenge. I'm totally okay with that. 
but then what do you do again with Drew McIntyre? It's like maybe you build to a match with Keith Lee. Uh, there's a lot that can happen, and that's why I'm intrigued with the addition of Goldberg because I feel like there's a lot of different scenarios that they could where they can go in a positive direction. I don't see a negative scenario for this. I guess that's the cool thing because it's like if Goldberg beats, I guess the negative scenario is Goldberg beats the shit out of Drew McIntyre with nobody interfering <laughs> and wins the title. And, uh, you know, the track record's not good. I'm going to say this right now. Goldberg came back in 2017. He beat a very hot Kevin Owens for the Universal title, took it to WrestleMania. Last year, he uh, he beat The Fiend, the hottest person in WWE, and he took the title to WrestleMania. <laughs> there is no, there is not a good track record with Goldberg, as in, like, they may have this man squashed Drew McIntyre, but I hope that... That doesn't happen. I hope and I have a good feeling that they would not do anything that's detrimental to McIntyre because they know that he is their guy. He is their rock. He is their Austin. He is their Cena. He is their main event player. So why would you feed him to Goldberg? It wouldn't make sense. But then you yeah. ask, I ask this question: Does Brock come into play? Does he come into play towards WrestleMania? Mm. So it's like, does Gold, does Brock come back and like beat up Goldberg or something? You know, there's so many different scenarios. And but again, I don't foresee, in my opinion, I don't foresee a bad scenario. And then Elijah's actually pointing out, Miz got the briefcase back. Mm. We haven't actually talked about that because in the time in the time that we did our last regular episode, the Miz did cash in the Money in the Bank lose, which I thought was great because it built again. It made McIntyre look strong. It was used as a vehicle for McIntyre, but then on a loophole, the Miz is like John Morrison cashed in, not me. Got his got his title back or his uh, Money in the Bank briefcase back opportunity back so we do have that anomaly of like can goldberg win and then the miz cashes in but here's my and i said this before even cash in what where do we go with a miz title run (laughs) let's play fantasy booker trigger everybody i understand that right but then it like to me if like you take him to wrestlemania and have keith lee beat him it's like are we are we good there? No, not really. I don't think it does anything for Keith Lee. Now, if he cashes in and Goldberg spears the shit out of him and, you know, like Goldberg wins, <laughs> same scenario. Goldberg wins the title um, and it's supposed to go on to face Keith Lee. Miz cashes in on Goldberg and Keith Lee just squat. I mean, sorry, Goldberg just squashes the shit out of him. It's like, I think we were good. I think the money in the bank did, did well there too, because I don't think the, I don't think the Miz should be winning in his current character. The Miz is untouchable. Hmm. I mean, not in a good way. The Miz is untouchable. He doesn't need the title right now. Like he's just at that point in his career. Uh, Elijah says, Kenny's right. You saw when Goldberg came out, Keith Lee left, it left interesting. And didn't Goldberg put Braun over? Everybody forgot about that. And Drew needs fans to be world champion. Yeah, people forget that he did put Braun Strowman over. He's supposed to be putting Roman Reigns over is what happened. That was the original scenario. So it's not like in 2020, Goldberg was going to be booked to be a machine there at at the end of it. So that's why Goldberg's arc is always win around the Rumble and then lose around Mania. So uh, I hope that they don't make it predictable. But yeah, yeah. This could all be for Keith Lee, man. If it is all for Keith Lee, I'm okay. If ultimately the 
the last chapter of this book is Keith Lee is WWE champion, I'm okay with it. Okay, let's also not forget the fact that, like, let's play Fantasy Booker here. This is the first time Goldberg's challenging for the WWE title. People forget oh. about that. Goldberg's been World Heavyweight Champion in 2002. He came back and won the Universal title twice. But Goldberg has never challenged for the WWE title. Another thing that, that people winning, then. we are forgetting, and Elijah's pointing it out, and I'm glad that he is. There's the anomaly of Sheamus. So Sheamus could be the one to screw over Drew McIntyre, leading Goldberg to win the title. You can take it to my scenario of, you know, Keith Lee and Goldberg at WrestleMania. But then that also leaves Drew McIntyre to face Sheamus, sans title, at WrestleMania. Uh, So we have a lot of scenarios at play here. Um... I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. Either way, I think I'm excited because I think we're going to see some a lot of moving parts co- going into WrestleMania. I don't think we're going to get a lot of answers after the Rumble because a lot of people don't realize now the Rumble is not the place they give us answers. Elimination Chamber is. Hmm. But then that begs the question of like, how are they going to do the Elimination Chamber with the Thunderdome? It's like, are they going to build the structure in there and do that? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know if it'll change how they do Elimination Chamber, but we'll, it'll, it should be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah I wonder, yeah. I wonder if they'll just like change the pay per view, just do something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's in another Elimination Chamber. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, we talked about a lot of topics I have here, but kind of rolled them into one there. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, uh, it's cool that NXT is doing the NXT Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, that they have a deep enough roster to do that. I think the NXT Women's roster is doing everything the AEW Women's roster should do. Uh, I think they've, they've done a good job. I think, I think the strongest women's roster right now is in the hands of NXT. Easily. Easily. And, Brandon, I ask you a question on the AEW side of things. Where do we take Sting yes. from here? You know what? This is interesting because it's like, does he need to be in a match with somebody, or should he just sort of be helping out Darby Allen and just yeah. sort of like bringing him along? Uh, so it's it's hard to see where he fits in. Yeah. And they got so much stuff going on on the show that I don't even know where where they would squeeze him in. I thought he was going to come in and immediately have you know have it out with uh, Cody. Yeah, or somebody like that. I thought they were going to do like a big angle like that, and they didn't. So, we'll, we'll sort of see. Look, all I'm go. saying is that I think I think we need to progress from Sting's music hitting and him showing up in the ring and just staring at somebody and walking away. <laughs> I think I think we need to progress from it and hit, have him do something. Um, <laughs> no, they got they got to stretch it out so they can get to the next pay per view. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Sorry, if I'm bored of it, I think I think that's. I think people lost their attention spans a long time ago because I, I'm not the type of person that gets bored really easily quickly. Um, but I think sting, uh, he said on AEW unrestricted that he is not going to wrestle. He might be able to do a cinematic match. Uh, he also said, um, you know, he's going to be in a mentor manager role and I don't believe a fucking word he says because (laughs) it's professional wrestling and stings a worker. Uh, in that sense, he's got that old school in him. Uh, I think he is probably going to wrestle because it to me it's like the stuff that they're doing with him doesn't make sense if he doesn't wrestle, right? You know, because yeah. if he was going to be a mentor, I don't think they'd have done it the way they're doing. 
Does that make sense? Right. So you think he, he tags with, with Darby and then maybe turns on Darby at some point like later down the road. Well, I, what I was going to say, up. no, I can see a tag team match between Darby and Sting versus somebody else. You know, that's what I was going to say. Like, I can see uh, Sting doing something, you know, but hey, that's just me. Who knows? Could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, other. I don't know if you wanted to get into this now, if you're going to save it. But, you know, another big thing over NXT uh, or sorry, not NXT, uh, AEW. Uh, the the band the book club. See Brandon. See Brandon's common sense kicked in, and he knew that that should have been the last topic, but he still asked it uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. I want to save that for last, Brandon. What's wrong with you? So, oh, I, I want to get into almost being a perfect example, uh, by the way, yes. of WWE doing a less is more booking perfectly. Um, he's stoic. He doesn't say much. But when he does strike, it's fast, it's unexpected, and it's awesome. I think WWE is doing a really good job. With by the way, apparently mm. his name's not almost like they started pronouncing it differently. So apparently, like the announcers were all pulling a Brandon, oh. and uh, it, I think they called him Amos Amos. Am, I forgot how they said it. Someone in the chat correct me because they definitely said his name differently, and they said that uh, he's been we've been pronouncing his name incorrectly. Oh, which whoops. is super weird yeah <laughs> but i think somebody vince probably was like damn it almost sounds weird his name should be amos you know it went from there brandon what do you think about the new tnt title uh well i i guess it's i don't want to say it was better than the one they did before i i i kind of i thought the i like the TNT red one better it's fine yeah but it's literally so, just a black strap on the same design the thing you know like keep it simple you know they got the their main the aw belt and that one looks you know really in the gold and everything so for that title i i don't think they need to go crazy with it or anything right oh well i mean it the tnt title i think it was a really good gesture for tony khan to retire right. it and uh you know at least that old design but i i personally like the red one but i get why they did it and uh i'm happy that they did it um but yeah, I guess I guess you know we'll start going into oh Brandon, come on, yeah. come on now. Did you pull up the tweets? Yes, I did. Cardi B. Cardi B uh, was mentioned on this Monday Night Raw. Really weird. Was mentioned on Monday Night Raw by Tori Wilson. They told um, what's his face? El Lothario. What's his name? What's his face? El Angel Garza. Oh my God, he actually remembered his name. He didn't even say it wrong. So Angel Garza uh, told was told Cardi B was in that room. So uh, Lacey Evans, her social media game has just been amazing, by the way. If you haven't seen her social media game, please go watch. Uh, she's been doing some crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, she had it out with Cardi B. So if you want to mention the tweets, go ahead. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, here's Lacey Evans. Uh, careful what you wish for, you nasty. We aren't Nicki Minaj. You'll get sent home with more than a busted eye. Nail polish emoji. Um, and then uh, Cardi, Cardi responds. This is kind of crazy. Uh, a white woman can't never put fear on me, sweetie. <laughs> Y'all be fucked up. I was showing love to WWE the whole night yesterday. I don't know where the fuck you came from with your unnecessary bullshit, Cardi wrote. <laughs> so it's like uh, oh, I don't even know what that was about. Uh, it said, uh, "I guess she deleted the tweet." 
Well, the, my question is, yeah. I don't know, it seemed like Cardi B, I thought Cardi B was working people still. Yeah, it was a joke. I thought yeah, she was working too, and a lot of people were like, oh, you see how serious Cardi B took this, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what did she though? Or was she playing along in her Cardi B character right. too? You know, so it's like, it's like I think people got worked, <laughs> you know, with, <laughs> they got worked by work, you know, as far as I'm concerned. And who the hell is messaging me on Facebook Messenger of all places? What is wrong with you people? But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I think I, I thought hey, I could be wrong. Maybe Cardi B did get worked. You know what I mean? But uh, but I thought it, I, I didn't think it was a, I, I didn't think she was taking it seriously because I oh, thought wow. she knew I thought she knew Lacey Evans was being, you know, a bitch. And, and so she responded in kind. Joking. That'd be cool if they're if they're able to get you know Cardi on an episode or something. You know, right? Like maybe yeah. maybe for WrestleMania or something yeah. like that would be cool. Have her little appearance, you know, that sort of then, thing. Yeah. Then that way they could just say, "Oh, it was all work all along." Right. <laughs> Cardi just like snapped. But let's get to our main event here, Brandon. Uh, now we could talk about it. So we got Luke Gallows. Uh, so Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers, showing up. On what? Wow, wow, Brandon! You can't Sweet. even, Brandon! You can't even see your full head. Just there you go, brother, yeah. brother. But um, we got Gallows and Anderson showing up on AEW uh, Dynamite and basically reforming the Bullet Club. I I don't know if I actually liked how they did it. As in, like, I didn't I didn't think the Young Bucks did a good job of like turning. Yeah, okay yeah because the way they did it was like it was it was almost like it, i don't know if it went too long or it didn't hit as well um but like when they just finally put up the the two suite uh it felt uneventful now that being said the whole reuniting of the bullet club in general uh felt amazing like i thought that was good um i thought them teaming up with kenny omega um was awesome um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. And then, you know, I asked the question. I posed the question in, in, in our thumbnail. I said, you know, which which was better? Which return was better? You know, uh, is it the Goldberg return or is it the Bullet Club's return? Oh, you know, and, and I got to see a lot of different answers and I got to I got to see a lot of people definitely being biased. But let me know in the comments, because I want to know if. Uh, if you think Goldberg was a better return or the Bullet Club was a better return, then I think it, it shows your uh, if you like WWE better or if you like indie wrestling better. I think right. that's personally because I was actually a fan of both. I mean, I thought I thought Goldberg coming out was cool. You know, I'm I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant because of the past things they've done with him. Ultimately, I'm more excited to see where the Bullet Club's going, what they're even going to call them, because they're not going to call them the bullet club right so new japan owns that uh the funny part is i know they've gotten the cease and desist for the the two suite but no legal action ever came of that so you know they've they've gone on record i think on their book and stuff is saying like that was just we were just kidding when we released this shirt that i have that i was wearing the podcast where it's censored you know because they weren't allowed to do it um but yeah yeah, so both, both, yeah, both returns are exciting in their own way. I think I think the Goldberg one is, is more exciting, not so much because it's Goldberg, but right. what this could possibly mean for you know who's going over, you know, right? The ramifications like, because it's like right. Goldberg going to be used as a vehicle to to put somebody right. over, and then yeah, and then the Bullet Club thing is like, all right, this is what WWE sort of didn't bother to sort of follow through with, you know, what, what will AEW do with it? Will he really go in, you know, and put, and make these guys seem like a really big deal? 
you know on the show right exactly and it's like there's because it's uh like i said you can't call it the bullet club and because there's the involvement obviously gallows and anderson are impact tag team champions it's like where could you where can you go with all of this are they going to uh cross over to impact there's a lot more question marks when it there's a big question marks with both these storylines which that i think is the best thing because when you're left with question marks you're left with discussion it makes you want to tune in and it makes you want to see what's going to go on and that's kind of why i asked that question which one's better because i think ultimately wwe is doing a lot better and aew is doing a lot better in that sense too so i'm excited to see where it goes but brandon before we go anything else you want to discuss I, uh, yeah, I wanted to say Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg oh, yeah, Splash. Snoop Splash. <laughs> oh my god. What did you think people, of Snoop Splash? People were asking uh, what to call that and I said call it the, the, the dog splash. Like the frog splash. You see how safe he did it too? He but like, it was so it, funny because uh, Sasha Banks was clowning him so bad <laughs> on uh, social media. Like they had, they photoshopped him in like to WrestleMania 32, like diving. <laughs> uh, it was and, and, like Shane McMahon, the Shane McMahon dive, and it's like him, yes. like you know, at, on Undertaker. So uh, funny. Social media had a field day with that, which was was freaking awesome. But guys, will, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I was a little scared when he first went up. Because I thought, I was like, oh no, I hope he doesn't slip off. Because he's like waiting for them to, you know, get in position. But right. uh, no, it ended up working out. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for being patient with us. Uh, I know I'm wrapping up a little early, but it's very obvious that our chat is way behind and, and stuff. So I appreciate you all sticking with us. I'll try to hammer this out again. I'm no longer working my part-time job, so I got more time to focus on this damn podcast. Focus on the stuff that I want to do. So we're gonna make this, Brandon. This this ain't gonna happen again. We we I'm gonna go build a computer if I have to to make this not happen. But we'll thank you guys out. for supporting us. Uh, hit that thumbs up button. We are on Patreon now, which is why I want to dedicate this channel, uh, become more dedicated to this channel. Uh, make sure our stuff looks more professional. You deserve better than uh, a skipping stream like we've given you tonight. I, I agree with that. Um, so thank you for being patient with us. Episode 109 next week, probably probably next week, Friday, same time. Um, we'll make it a lot better than this. So thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. Good night.